Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clips. I'm your sexy ranch and co-host Calderness. This week we're joined by a special guest. We talk about Diamond potentially reopening and a few satire articles around the epi- around the internet. This is episode 310. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and seal products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code DIAL5 in the checkout for 5% off your order. Joining me in the studio, like always, is my nemesis, Simeon Bruce. What is going on, Simeon? An online store selling Heroclix? Calder, do they want to put brick-and-mortar stores out of business? This is the last straw. WizKids has finally done it. Uh, I cannot believe my ears. uh, your content and rage for slightly later on in the show. Because we are joined by, like I said, a special guest, the man with the tri-sentinel-shaped heart. It's a big heart. He's a good man. Uh, Lucas <laughs> Tom Van Holland, how are you doing? F's in chat for brick and mortar, am I right, my lads? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. It's, this is going to be fun. I can already tell. Uh, every week, we like to start with what made us happy. Simeon, you want to go ahead and go first? Oh, yeah. So what made me happy this week was... Um, you know, it's Mother's Day, so not only did I get a like video chat with some moms and stuff, I got to physically see one of my favorite moms, and so that's always fun. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the moms. You know, you make people, and that is hard. I could. I'm just. I'm gonna leave it there because there was definitely something that could have been said after. But yep, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Lucas, uh, what made you happy this week, my man? Yeah, I got to go spend time with my uh, mother this weekend, so that was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, just getting to take a break from the rest of the world and and uh, just kind of hang out for a few days. So um, that's uh, probably the happiest thing that I've experienced this weekend so far. Very nice. Right, right on. Uh, for me, uh, it was May the 4th on Monday. I never really do May the 4th parties because normally... I'm here in beautiful Kennebec, and the other ranchers don't like Star Wars as much as I do, believe it or not. But I went back um, to Vermilion this week, and with a couple of friends, they made Star Wars-themed snacks, and we watched the Star Wars holiday special, which is just... It's a real joy. It's a real joy. Uh, I tell you what, it's its so bad, it's good, and I quite enjoyed that, and that was, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> but also, I like my mom. I just feel bad if I didn't mention that, because you guys mentioned it, so... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick two things to continue existing in this world, Star Trek or my mom. Okay, oh, wait, I you mean, said Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, come on. Yeah, like, I picked my mom then yeah. for well, Star Wars. Yeah, don't, okay. don't make me if sound Star like a bad Wars, son. Yeah. I just... <laughs> Anyways, we wanted to talk about... the la- Obviously, the landscape of Heroclix is changing right now due to this crazy world event thing that's going on. You may have heard of it. Who knows? Uh, we are playing Heroclix no longer in stores, at least the majority of us are, and we're instead playing it online using things like Roll20, Discord, etc., etc. So we have Lucas Van Holland here, who is an incredibly experienced player. He's, he's played a little bit, just a, just a touch of online Heroclix, so we're going to go ahead and talk about 
what it's like to play online, what it's like to run events online, what it's like to win events online, et cetera, et cetera. So, Simeon, you had some some questions here you wanted to get into for discussion. Why don't you go ahead and start us off? Well, I think first and foremost is uh, congratulations, Lucas. Uh, you won the Eagle Cast Madness event. I, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was something along those lines, right? That is correct. Yep, so that was the the first major non-rock event of the the many that have popped up um, over the past month and a half. Uh, Brian Dormeyer and the rest of the Eagle Cast crew, uh, crew, they decided to hold an event to support their local game store, Gone Guy Games, over in, uh, I believe, Portland, Oregon is that area that they're in. Um, and so they kind of just started, you know, advertising it around, and myself and a bunch of other members from Phoenix Ness, we thought that sounded like fun, so we decided to hop on in, and uh, Brian kind of took a bold leap and decided to just uh, say, you know what, modern rotation doesn't exist anymore for me, so we're going to go with post-rotation modern, um, the way it'll be after July 1st, and that was a major success and a lot of fun, and I ended up uh, doing very well in that event, so, uh, so it was a good time. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, I mean, that was the, the closest thing we were going to get to a Nationals, um, unless people host, like, even larger events. But there was a there was a large turnout, and I followed the tournament fairly closely. I didn't get to watch most of the games, but I did watch, like, every so often. And it was a lot of fun to see all the, like, variety of teams. Some of the ones that I thought, like, were interesting didn't do very well, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's all about, like, you know, shifting gears and changing things up, so... Absolutely, yeah, and those guys have done a good job. Uh, they actually, right as uh, EgoCast Madness was up, they they did a, another event, Gone Guy Cup, and that one actually... The first one got 32 players in a single elimination bracketed tournament, so winning the event, I think I had to play five rounds, I think is what that was. But then in uh, the, the second event, they actually ended up getting 64 players and that one, that was for, they call it the Gone Guy Cup, and what that was is 16 pods of three, or no, 16 pods of four people, and you played a round robin, and then the top two players from every pod made it into t- uh, top 32 single elimination from there, and that one actually just got done on Thursday night, I believe, um, this past week, and Julio Montanez of the Clicksman won that um, with Wes Summers from Phoenix Nest coming in second. Uh, they that that event I I I made top thirty two I made the top thirty two but ended up losing to Patrick Frazier in single elimination. So, mm. but it was still a great turnout. Sixty four players is crazy, right? Like having that many players at any event that's not a Wizkid sanctioned huge event is unheard of anymore. But because mm. we're all sitting at home doing nothing, right? It's been um, it's been crazy to see how many people are turning out for these online events. So, and they're coming out in droves anymore. So, yeah, that's close to like, uh, I mean that it's not quite, but it's the closest thing would have to be like an ROC or like a nationals, like worlds kind of like event. Cause you don't get yeah. 64 people at a normal venue. Uh, no. even if like you're hosting something big. So that's pretty big. Uh, and Wes was playing like an Exodus build. So, yeah, that's, so that's kind of cool. We we had looked at Exodus as a figure uh, a little bit in pre-rotation um, because of his power dampening field or, or whatever that trait is, where he can 
uh, prevent movement within a certain X number of squares, but then also his ability to multi-target precision strike along with energy explosion or pulse wave. And what we found out was that with the new Fantastic Four starter coming out, the Doom's Castle map has a map bonus called Reign of Terror that when you win map, you can choose a character and once per turn that character can reroll their leadership roll if they miss. And then if you lose map, once per game you auto-succeed leadership. So if you're familiar with Exodus, um, he has a a special leadership where when he hits it, he can remove a token from up to three figures that share a keyword with him, and when he does, he gets plus one to stats for each one he does. So the team, the way it's set up is turn one, we get three or four characters with action tokens next to Exodus. Turn two, you go for that leadership. If you lose map, it's an auto-success. If you win map, you get two shots at a five or six, and then Exodus is a... 14 for 6 uh, with a 7 range pulse wave. So it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. And it shuts down, uh, what, charge, hypersonic, uh, I think even like sidestep maybe? Like it's it has to anything, like stop. anything other than a costed move that would move into his radius has to stop as soon as it gets into that radius. So, yeah, like you said, great example of, like, the charge, running shot, hypersonic. Those are power actions. So a very popular character in meta right now is Captain Marvel, the super rare from Captain America. Uh, She hypersonics in within eight squares. If you choose eight at the beginning of the game, she has to stop, right? So she has to physically move adjacent to you if she wants to drop that chewy pog to start flurrying. She can't hypersonic in first. Um, You know, like, even, and then even when she gets hit off of her hypersonic, she's only got a seven range with that running shot. So she can't even running shot into the radius to shoot you. She has to set up, which is pretty pretty significant. And then the rest of the build just utilizes uh, the Danger Room Magneto with Exospecs to give him access to Pulse Wave and other attack powers. Uh, Jason Weingard, because he's just a amazing Brotherhood figure. And then three of the 2x2 two two Magnetos, because they offer a lot of utility, along with a, uh, a ring of choice, whatever you want to use, Spectral, Influence, Demonic, Spin. It's kind of your choice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. West so, did it very well, and yeah, you did a good job. You got second in that event, so... Yep. Yeah, I was rooting for him, that's for sure. I've played him in practice a few times, and he's got some kind of outside-the-box builds occasionally, so uh, it seemed like a really cool kind of thing to run. Um, but speaking of running events, especially online events... Many people out in the uh, ether right now are wondering, like, what to do as a Heroclix judge with my local venue shut down. And as a local Heroclix judge, Lucas, what have you been doing? Yeah, so, I mean, with my experience on Roll20 over the past couple of years, it was kind of a no-brainer for me. As soon as stores were shutting down and we got word from our own store that we wouldn't be able to hold Friday night events um, at Rainbow Comics in Sioux Falls anymore, uh, you know, I, I immediately just set up a Discord uh, Rainbow Discord um, and started running events off of that so I invited all of the, the locals that show up every week as well as a couple others that have made the trek um, to events that we hold from time to time just to kind of get that local scene in there and you know I still put them in the wind I still make the, the posts and we we gather every Friday at about 5.45, 6 o'clock and play a couple rounds. Uh, we've been doing a lot of post rotation modern just because it's fresh and new and fun but you know, we have the ability to kind of do whatever we want. Um, and, yeah, we just I just set up a couple Roll20 games and had my uh, regulars join. And 
I, I think it's been working out pretty well so far. Some of the kids are, uh, the, the younger crowd are a little apprehensive either because they don't actually have computers that they can use on Roll20 or they just don't feel like they're, they don't feel comfortable playing. But we usually have, oh, I'd say about six people every Friday, which isn't bad, all things considered. And you know, we just, we're still getting our reps in and getting, getting games in and having fun and just trying to do everything we can to keep the game going, you know? For sure. Uh, six is more than like what a normal, one of my normal venues usually gets on a, a regular night uh, back when we had regular nights. So uh, yeah. it's cool that like, yeah, you're keeping keeping the game alive and keeping people fresh and uh, ready to go back to it when everything opens back up. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, slight challenges with getting people used to the Roll20 and everything, but once they get used to it, it's pretty, uh, pretty fluent and not like we're on time crunches with the store closing or anything anymore, so we can afford to take a little bit longer and kind of take our time and have some fun, and it's worked out well. Do you find it easier to, like, walk people through Roll20 when they're learning or have them, like, watch one of, like, uh, the, like, setup videos that, like, a couple YouTubers have? So as far as functionally using Roll20 when games have been set up for you, um, I find it easier to just walk people through it. Um, you know, if, if you're teaching people the full start to finish a tutorial is never a bad thing. You know, I know Devin's got a couple out there that are pretty good on Happy Little Hero Clicks, um, as well as a couple other uh, content creators have made them in the past. You know, those aren't bad if you're just trying to make your own game and start with your own friends. But if, if you're participating in an event like uh, like a rock event or any of these other that are going on, I find it's just really easy to kind of just give players a general rundown of how the basics work. And then the more they play, the more they'll get used to it, just like anything else, you know, just kind of like how to roll dice, how to move figures, how to add your click number, add tokens. Those are the main things, um, you know, how to upload figures and that sort of thing. It's um, It really isn't an, uh, a difficult system to learn. It really isn't anything that should be overwhelming. It's very, very straightforward, very simple once you get an actual look at it. And then what I also like to do is when I'm um, playing or showing people how to do things, you know, Discord that we use for mostly everything as far as uh, online chat goes uh, has a streaming feature. So if you're in the same chat room as me, I can... I can share my screen and you can see what I'm looking at physically, uh, which also helps with those uh, those mental aids and trying to figure out kind of what I'm looking at and what I'm trying to instruct you to find. And I think that's worked very well. People have kind of grabbed onto it um, and, you know, they've taken it in stride. And I think everybody's really just had an easy time adapting to it. Very nice. So I guess the only question I really have left, uh, we've covered pretty much everything that everyone needs to know for this post uh, game shop era that we're currently in. Um, what What is it like to play with like the new post-rotation stuff? Is it, oh, uh, yeah. is it better? Is it worse? Like, What are your opinions on no ID cards and Justice League uh, Fantastic sure. Four? So I've got a multitude of different things, um, some of which can be long-winded. So if I start off on a tangent, you can just tell me to shut up. But I started playing HeroClix back in 2013. So that was Fear Itself Month 2 is when I started. So there wasn't even Pink Powers at the time. For those of you familiar with Fear Itself, that set is, um, you know, pretty pretty cool. But, but uh, 
bells and whistles that we've been used to the last couple of years as far as competitive hero clicks other than the resource of the book of the skull but i didn't start playing competitive hero clicks until 2016 august of 2016 i played in the south dakota state tournament that was my first ever competitive event um and by that point id cards were in full swing and so i have never played competitive hero clicks without id cards other than a handful of like rock or majestics limited events right or uh you know that sort of thing where the id cards weren't allowed for the specific event and so um not being able to use that game element when it's the only thing i've used the last three years or four years or whatever it's been uh has been very um interesting it's been a big learning curve uh, i know people talk about like oh this is kind of a return for how hero clicks used to be uh and for me that's not um that's not something i can relate to uh, however over the past several months, I have played in many of these events. I have played in popper and um, you know post rotation and all the all the fun stuff that comes with it. And I can tell you that I do really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy having the simplicity of not having to forget about the fact that my opponent can just call in a storm and one shot this figure if I'm not careful. I like the ability of being able to play figures that don't just die to a cyclops for six from downtown. Um, I like the fact that when a figure gets hit for five damage, they actually get hit for five damage, and that means something. It doesn't mean that they're just going to call in a Nick Fury the next turn and you know wipe my other figure as if that damage didn't mean anything. Um, so positioning and strategic gameplay mean a lot different. They're they're not. It doesn't mean more, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything better. But it's a different way of playing the game. You know, beforehand, I had to position myself so that I could shoot you, but you couldn't shoot me from a ID card battery perspective. Now I might be doing something where I let you shoot me in order to get a strategic advantage for a follow-up on uh, subsequent turns. Um, the, the meta is going to have a, a gigantic shift in what is powerful and what is not powerful. Um, and it already has kind of started to show that with the Black Widow gravity feed. Um, in short, I do like this change. I like this difference. I think that the game is in a good spot. Uh, there are a lot more things that would be that would maybe be considered viable uh, up until the point where Black Widow is legal, just because that that set is very um, that set is very overpowering, especially with that chase and shifting focus Widow uh, to deal with. There are definitely ways to counter them. There are definitely ways to beat them. Um, you know, they have not won every event uh, or every round of every event they've been in. Uh, they have won several events already um, from what we've seen, but also they're very new and very hard to uh, uh, adapt to. But um, it, it's so just going to be different. You're yeah. saying it may be worth risking your life to try to get a Black Widow gravity feed. Like, <laughs> just just go for it. Uh, not at all. Um, I think that what people forget is that apart from these $5 online tournaments and the occasional rock events that you can use them in... Um, the, the figures aren't out yet, and the figures aren't legal for modern play, right? Uh, WizKids will not allow them in their official events until they are widely available for everyone to use, assuming we don't have another mass market fiasco like the uh, Wonder Woman Gravity mm. Feed, um, and which I don't think is going to happen, right? Hobby stores are still getting this set. Uh, once Alliance opens back up, hopefully... Um, you know, this set will become more widely available. I don't think people need to be dropping $250 for a piece of plastic online when they can't even use it yet. Uh, however, 
uh, should you probably try and get one? Uh, probably. And if you decide you don't want one, you better have a game plan for how to beat her because she's going to be everywhere for the next couple years until a, uh, a much better silver bullet comes out for her. I understand that. Right yeah. Uh, my opinion, and like, this is like a take it or leave it kind of thing. If you're kind of like the only, you're the only type of like hero clicks you play is physical. Uh, by the time you're going back to your hobby shop, you'll be able to get these gravity feeds at cost, like in your stores. And so you could probably buy a case, which is about half the price of like a $250 black widow currently. And then you've got double the chance of getting one. Um, I, that's just my two cents. Uh, I'd always Ugh. wait if shut you're up. playing just online. Shut up. I hate your opinions. <laughs> you so don't much. need oh the my figure gosh. to play oh online. I I agree with Simeon 100 percent here. Uh, the odds of the odds of just getting a full set right when you buy a full case is pretty high. Uh, it seems to me like it's been probably one chase per gravity feed from what uh, the reports have been. Um, you know, if you buy a full case, which is two gravity feeds. I'd say your odds are pretty high of getting a full set in that, and then once you do, you're good to go, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Absolutely. Black Widow, what a movie. <laughs> oh, no, wait. We we should have seen it by now, but we haven't. That's right. Oh, well, okay, right on. So that kind of covers most of the online stuff we wanted to talk about. Was that really everything you had to say, Simeon? Or that was more. like my the majority of my oh, questions. Yeah, I hate it when you have unless you can think of say, something. To be honest with you, um, uh, has well, Calder messed up on any of his builds lately? So, I guess that's gosh. a big question. <laughs> the, the, the... How do you deal with the uh, blatant cheating happening in your online games? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for those of you who are not aware, Calder is one of my regulars at my local my local venue, and so he's one of the people that has been playing on our online events and. Was it two Fridays ago? I think it was yeah. two Fridays ago or three Fridays ago. Uh, Calder was playing a Gotham City theme team, and I just was not in a, I was not in a place to be like, oh yeah, I know what every single one of these JLU figures has for keywords and everything. And I was just, I was briefly skimming through builds when I was looking at them. Not that it matters, right? A, a casual Friday is a casual Friday, right? You might, you might get something, you might not, but you know, we try and swag out all our players as best we can. And uh, Calder thought that Ace had the Gotham City keyword, uh, which she does not. She has Gotham City Underworld. In, so, in my defense, I um, typed in Gotham City. Um, and it showed up. And yep. it shows up, yeah. Because so. yeah, Realms doesn't have a... Uh, mm -hmm. well, I mean, they have a pretty basic search function, yeah. right, for their, for their general search, but... Um, you know, but then that next week you built it, you did build an actual Gotham city team and still ended up doing very well with it. Yep. So I think it, uh, turned out all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then this last week, not that you were there, but, uh, another regular was 25 points over, which I, I really appreciated. Really, really quite enjoyed that. But all right, right, <laughs> right on. Um, so yeah, and it wasn't too bad really, but it was just fun. Uh, yeah. What a guy. I love him so much. Hey, you're the one who wanted to play that format, so uh, that you. is true. That is true. It is my fault. It is my fault. Not my fault. He can't do math, but it is my no. fault. We played that format. Hey, well, who, right who calculates blue Let's... flames? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that should just be added into <laughs> the cost. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the news real quick. Uh, 
Simeon, the world has been at a standstill um, until one day these brave souls at Diamond Distribution and Alliance have have thus spoken that potentially, maybe, they might potentially maybe thinking about it, just throwing it out there, uh, nothing, nothing like concrete here, but they may, just maybe, be looking to ship some product in the, in the coming month. Month, that's right, not months, not until we know better. Not uh, until a later date, or even 2021, in the next couple of months. Do you have that article pulled up at all? Or just the uh, the beautiful words from Alliance and Diamond, where they say, we're looking to try to ship some stuff out uh, around May. Oh, no, I do not. That's no, okay. absolutely not. Facts are, uh, poor losers, yeah. after all. It so is, it is absolutely hearsay uh, it like hearsay. And just, uh, like, I read some headlines, and other people read headlines and sent me their opinion of the headline, but no actual reading of articles happened. So, uh, Did you see the screenshot in HIE, I believe, Facebook group, here who's International Exchange, that one distributor had new SKUs for all the hero clicks, and they all said May 27th was the expected release? Not, yes. not that that's concrete, but May 27th sounds pretty good to me. Like I could dig, I could dig that, getting back in by the end of the month. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think uh, that's not like a crazy number to throw out there, um, although there's nothing really set in concrete until it happens right now. Uh, I'm not even sure like where they're where they're like all their distribution centers are sitting at right now and like what their states are, like whether they've gotten over like the peak or like, you know, whatever their governors are saying. So it's very possible that uh, like at least a couple of their warehouses will go back online. Absolutely. Right on. Well, of course, that is just a release for Black Widow and Justice League. Obviously, they're just going to keep postponing the Fantastic Four starter until the end of time. That will just absolutely never get released. We're just going to keep keep pushing that bad boy back. Was it January? Was that what they originally said, right? January for the Fantastic Four uh, starter? I don't even want to remember at this point. But yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure like the, the very first like solicit was uh, February and they had said January like in like one of the previews and then the solicit said February and then it's been pushed back indefinitely. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I did find an article on screenrant.com that says that they are uh, planning, I believe, um, on getting everything's back to normal here by the end of this month. Uh, of course, that is just specifically for Diamond Alliance is a uh, subsidy of Diamond, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, just because Diamond itself opens back up doesn't necessarily mean Alliance is going to. But we can, we can, we can have our fingers crossed and hope for hope for the best. So we can get our hands on more of that plastic crack. Ooh yeah. Ooh. I, I want to buy Hero Clicks. I just don't want to buy outrageous Hero Clicks right now. There's no reason to. But when there's a reason to, I'm gonna want to buy some of that. Oh, baby, I want to buy some of that. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead. We can move on to now. This is probably my favorite piece of news we've had to cover in a really long time. Trusted news source, or the sorry, excuse me. Let's rephrase that. Uh, HeroClicks' only interesting news source, as proclaimed by the banner at the top of this uh, website blog, um, about as trustworthy as the onion. Uh, also, they say they're aggressively comic accurate. The new website, Clickshole, has been releasing articles uh, these past couple of days. They started, was it May 6th or 7th? 
Ooh, beginning of the month, May 2nd, they had their very first article, which is Wizkids crowns the 2020 Hero Hoops National Champion, which ended up being um, uh, the, the coronavirus. So they have amazing reporters, uh, Ben Urich, Kat Grant, J. Jonah Jameson, and Vicky Vale have been tirelessly making articles on this website for our Hero Clicks pleasure. And it's just great. Uh, and by that, I mean some guy somewhere is making really bad Slash really, really pretty good satire. Hey, I, I potentially multiple guys. Potentially multiple, multiple people. Yeah. I must say, uh, I, I do quite enjoy, um, what is this? Marty Grachinas. Grachinas. That's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> the, some of the names are pretty funny. I like Anthony Stable Barn. That's, that's quite a good flip around. The Kleenex Nest has been used before. So, like, I won't give them points for that. Like, we've we've seen that. That's not as, that's not as interesting. Yeah, that ain't original at all. That ain't Ooh. original. No, <laughs> yeah, that one's rough. So, but basically, it's a website that's been making a bunch of these satire Heroclix articles. Uh, Roll20 is out to get me. I just can't seem to hit that opening eight. The whole article goes into how just he can't roll well on roll 20, which I've heard plenty of people, Simeon, uh, complain about. So I just very relatable, great. Mm, just great. I just like, hey, it's like chef's kiss. I right have there. video proof. Yeah. Just cause you won the last two games. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll chalk it up. I did roll. I did push roll uh, crit miss to lose that last game. So that I don't know was, if that's like the cleanest yeah. win in the world. Uh, that, that was pretty on par for, uh, roll 20. Pushing I, to crit miss. I do quite like the $42,000 uh, in fines uh, from Jamie Patters there. Jamie Patters, I quite... <laughs> sorry. That's no. good. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's really good. So we're going to have them linked in the uh, podcast show notes to check out some of these articles. They are pumping them out like several a day. It It's pretty wild. So go ahead, check them out. They're crazy fun. What have you guys been enjoying about these bad boys? I So I... I cannot believe that there are people out there who, after being instructed, like, hey, guys, this is satire, don't understand that it's satire. Yeah. I, My I'm not going to drop the... any names. I'm not going to drop any names because there's a particular individual who kind of lost his mind over this. But it's it's just... I don't get it. I don't understand how you can sit there and look at that and go, oh yeah, though those constant quotations of Kenny Pena aren't actually <laughs> quotes from Kenny Pena, uh, right? Like even the one yeah. article that's like Kenny looked into a non-existent camera, like it smiled from Jim from yeah. the office. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, I laugh at every single one of these and almost everybody who's been mentioned in these has had a, uh, you know, hearty laugh, understood that it's a joke, but there have been a, a couple, you know, select few individuals who, decided that they were just going to lose their minds over this. And I'm just like, come on guys, what are you doing? Like, you're just, think, you're, you're just making a fool of yourself. I think some of the biggest news to come out of these are that, uh, our current world champion may or may not be an actual robot that was, uh, created by his father. Um, so Isaac was, uh, <laughs> potentially developed, in a, a laboratory setting, I imagine. And on top of that, uh, Easton apparently is also a robot. So those those two factors... A much worse I, robot. That only seems to come in second. <laughs> I'm just saying. like The scientist behind Easton, not as good. <laughs> he'll yeah, he'll would, admit that, too. 
I wouldn't knock <laughs> Howard's uh, craftsmanship. I didn't I mean, say that. I didn't say that. I just said the scientist behind Easton is just not as well. I'm just... <laughs> also, what, what was it, like, the Garbage Clicks format that oh, ROC so actually, was coming out? Oh, that was funny. I want to play Garbage Bin so bad. They must only use uh, common, non-prime pieces that have no access to move and attack and can deal two damage or less. No characters with outwit, perplex, probability control, shape change, super senses, barrier support, or regeneration can be played. All special objects will similarly be banned because many of them had to be won at WizKids events and it would give successful players an unfair advantage. <laughs> Uh, Very true. I love it so much. And of course, later in the article, uh, Penny Kenya goes on to say, seriously, people, stop messaging me. Why hasn't anyone noticed that I haven't responded to any complaints since I landed this gig? I I love that one. I kind of want to play Garbage Bin. Like, it sounds like the slowest, most awful version of this game. Absolutely. Was was Invuln on that list of powers you can't No, so really, Invulnerability, you'd instantly win, right? Like... Well, yeah. I don't know if you'd instantly win. Uh, you could all still games use like time. yeah, totally. Like yeah, you could still use a heavy object or like uh, a light okay. object. So okay. they didn't okay. they didn't disqualify super strength. So mm. it's potential to get past Invuln. It's just not not real likely. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I think that that the number of people because that was what their first article or their second article. Yeah, yeah. The number of people that you know potentially took that seriously it was just hilarious because like people are like is this real i had people actually messaging me on facebook going hey did you see this update on states is this what we're doing for south dakota and i'm like no guys come on like (laughs) did you see the rock post this did you see WizKids post this no oh yeah it's probably not real then is it you know it's just it's just silly i had uh i had to laugh at that but these guys have done a great job and i think that it's uh uh i'm I'm interested to see if they keep churning out these little articles at the same rate that they've been doing it because like you said it's just been constant several a day at some point oh yeah Yeah. way more news than i thought uh we would yeah. deserve at this point in HeroClix history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. That's great. Oh, man. Simeon, obviously you're the ghostwriter for many of these. It, it really shows. So <laughs> thank you for not totally outing yourself. Good job. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Please read Clicks Hole. It uh, pays my mortgage. Yeah, check it out. Like I said, we'll... <laughs> Uh, we'll throw that in the podcast uh, show notes. That's that's really about it for news this week. Uh, we're going to cover some other stuff in community anyways. So I say we're good enough to roll on to the game that is sweeping the nation, Bad Samaritan. Bad Samaritan is a game where we play three rounds. I have three figures, and Lucas and Simeon try to guess who they are. Each round, we get three rounds per figure, uh, they will get one clue, one through 20. It'll give them a random little fun fact about the figure. There's also free plays that let them ask me anything they want to know about the figure. And then they get a clue. And then after three rounds, if they don't guess who that figure is with their three clues, I will get a point. If they guess it at any point during the round, they will get a point. You can pause the show once the clue is... um, given to us and you can try to formulate your own guesses i know lucas is longtime supporter listener to the podcast oh yes and he loves this loves this game so much he thinks i have a flawless uh system for bad samaritan he thinks it's incredibly fair and balanced uh towards the players so let's go ahead 
and get <laughs> started. Uh, Simeon, it's a 1 through 20 random number generator. Give us give us the first clue. First clue is going to be number 13. Oh boy, number 13, which is opening movement power. This character has stealth. I Don't thank me yet. Don't thank me yet. I knew you were going to say that somehow. I don't know why. I was just like, it's either going to be a running shot or stealth. Because stealth is like one of those, it's just like the worst qualifier of like a, a modern character. An opening power. Uh, I hate this game. <laughs> um, for, for background, for those of you who don't know, Calder and I travel a lot for, for events with each other. And we play this game when we get bored in the car and don't have anything else to do. And we always end up getting the worst clues uh, to the point where it's either way too easy because we'll hit like three plays, three three clues in a row, or like we'll get like <laughs> figures with no special symbols or opening powers, and it's just like the worst thing ever. But uh, opening stealth, ah uh, shoot, um, let's see. Oh, I suppose that that's on dial stealth though, right? Not a, yes. not a trait. Yep, top okay. click. Printed stealth. Um, shoot, I'm trying to think about figures that we've seen that have printed stealth on dial uh, recently. Um, <laughs> I don't think one... that they go above like 60 points. I think if it's like 60 points or higher, they don't have stealth top dial. Well, everything we've had um, recently has just been traded, right? Like they, very few figures have actually had, you know, on a physical on dial stealth. Um. It's usually through a trade or a special power. So I'm like trying to think about figures that we've seen recently that would have it. And actually, I'm not I'm having a hard time even thinking about it. Does this is this game including GLU? Um, oh yeah, Black uh, Widow so and Bad Samaritan is always modern age. Those sets have not been released yet. They are not modern. So this is still okay. normal post rotation. Uh, sorry, pre rotation modern. So it is. Captain America being the newest set, and then the oldest set being Elseworlds. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking, like, if... Weren't there figures from um, Earth-X that had a a bunch of, like, of those, like, new boss every week figures and stuff that had stealth top dial? Like, President Osborn might have. Um, That would have made sense. I know there's a lot of sidestep. I'm trying to think. There was, I thought there was an uncommon that had it. Um, uh, what's Mr. Negative? Mr. Negative probably did. Uh, Mr. Negative was a rare, but yeah, I th- he probably oh, did okay. as well. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure because Mr. Negative's powers were all black and white. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I think the rose. The rose. Was he? He was uncommon because I think I played him in pop. No, I didn't. I think he's also a rare. Was he a rare as well? Okay. I think he was. Um, I, th- I know there's an uncommon. I feel like there's an uncommon that has it. Um, I'm trying to think about through the uncommons of the set. Like, I know Montana doesn't. Fancy Dan. I'm pretty sure that Fancy Dan was, like, sidestep or something. Um, was it? Uh, there was one that was, like, uh, uh, he was, like, a dog or something. Oh, a jackal. Jackal. I'm going to say jackal. Jackal. Okay, <laughs> so we have one vote. Locked jack- in for Jackal. Why? Uh, you have to vote first before I can tell you. Oh, or guess. Uh, it's not a vote. I'll go with Mr. Negative because I'm pretty sure he starts with a... That's so fitting because that's just what you are in my life, still. Simeon. Um, uh-huh. So we have okay. one vote for Mr. Negative and one for Jackal. It is going to be... 
Neither of those. Round two, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> or, excuse me, round one, uh, figure one, clue two. Give me give me a clue, Simeon. Second clue is going to be number 16. Number 16 is going to be opening damage power. This character has leadership. Oh, so stealth top dial leader. printed stealth, and then top dial printed leadership, and this is always printed at their leadership. highest point value. That's gotta be a low point, man. Man. Yeah, um, this includes fast guy. forces and stuff, right? Uh, absolutely, fast forces, LE figures, all sorts, anything that's modern. Does Baron uh, have? He's got a special leadership. Yeah. I feel like his leadership. His is special, yep, because I used him in the, the WKO in, in Omaha. Um, oh, man. That is rough. Um, printed leadership, printed stealth. Oh. oh, man. Not like any of the. I'm pretty sure like the, the ones that make the hired flunkies are all traded leadership. Yep. So that's not going to be a case. Um, holy cow. Does Silver Sable have stealth? She... I feel like she's just a sidestep or something. Um, man. Uh, I know this is going to be some random figure that nobody's ever cared about in the history of ever. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. I can't even... I'm trying to think of, like, a single figure. That, like, I, I only pay attention to figures that I'm like, oh, yeah, I might play that at some point. And I'm trying to think of a single figure that I've ever, like, actually remembered that has stealth leadership. Isn't there, like, a... No, because his are, his are special powers. Um... Nothing in WWE, nothing in Orville that I can think of. I'm trying to go back in the sets here. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think WWE has stealth at all. No, they only have uh, they only have nimble, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm trying to think of Star Trek. I didn't look at anything in Star Trek. Dark Phoenix. Anything in Dark Phoenix that had stealth leadership? Nothing crazy like that. Maybe a Storm. Like that would be the only one that would get that combo um i'm just trying to think of like any hero in general that would have like a stealth leadership combo or villain i guess there's no none of the the taskmasters all had special powers i'm pretty sure stealth leadership um oh uh does phil colson have stealth leadership the the common he might. Um, I'm not sure if his... Uh, I want to say he pushes from leadership to perplex or something, so he might. Um, Phil Coulson. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Because uh, I know I've seen him played. Does he have leadership top dialers? He traded leadership, or does he not have leadership at all? No, that team needed a leadership, so they didn't play Phil Coulson. He doesn't know they got it from... No, he has, uh, he has shape change. He doesn't have leadership. Yeah, shape change. Ah. Yep, yep, you're right, he does per I bet that Nick Fury does have stealth leadership, though. Oh, the common? 
He probably does, yeah. Because oh, that, would, he, that was before he, a, he was handing out like candy. I thought he had a special power, though. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he is stealth leadership. Oh, man. Oh, what about... Wait, stealth. No, it wouldn't be a Batman, because all the Batmans have the Batman ally team ability. If you want to vote Batman, I will not stop you. Um, you never know. You know, if you really want to hedge your bets, uh, go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> I... uh... What about that new Iron Man? The uh, the rare one that has stealth, invincible. Does he have leadership? No, he's got outwit, top dial. Yeah, like he... stealth, outwit. Fa- yeah. The fast forces or the shifting one? <clears throat> yeah, the shifting yeah. one. Well, I didn't uh, think any of them had had leadership, did they? Maybe one of them does. Well, I, I know for sure that one that I'm thinking of doesn't. Uh, he had like 10 range with outwit, but definitely not leadership on top of that. So I'm going to say Nick Fury just because there's that's a good yeah, like good five spot. to choose from. Okay. Lock in <sighs> Simeon, Nick Fury. I'm going to say like... No, that doesn't make any sense, Lucas. I was I was gonna say Nightwing, but I'm like, no, he's also gonna have Batman ally. I was thinking of trying to think of something from Rebirth. Yeah. Um. What a villain! What, what would villain would have stealth and leadership? All the uh, chases had. They didn't have stealth. They got stealth from Barbados. So. Yep. Yep. Um, man, this is tough. Like these are two terrible clues. <laughs> Don't worry, so you'll get another one. So um, they they are they will get worse. They, yeah. <laughs> well, that's not what I was going for. But okay, yeah, sure. they will. Um, stealth leadership, stealth leadership, stealth leadership. Man, I don't even know. I'm gonna heck. I'm gonna say like, is there? I'm gonna say like Magneto. I I don't know. I honestly have All no right. idea. We had Nick Fury and Magneto, because why not? It is gonna be neither of those. Round three. All right. All right. First figure. Final clue. Simeon. Final clue is number seven. Number seven is is gonna be. Generic keyword. Oh no! That will definitely save you guys. Uh, this figure is scientist. A scientist. How did you? How did you know it was a scientist? Sweet. Wow! Good job. Because Sian. who else would have leadership and stealth no. other than a <laughs> random scientist? Often the uh, man. I want to say Dario Agger, but I know he doesn't have leadership starting. He uh, does not, and he doesn't have um. <laughs> He has a special power, which is probably not what, because he was on my most recent Tricentinal build. Um, so, yeah. But that's, like, the first thing my mind goes to. It's like, man. Uh, what was the other the, guy that had, like, a similar sculpt to him, though? Oh, um... That was uh, Industrial Spy, wasn't it? Industrial spy probably didn't have no. He had outwit, so that definitely yeah, not. Outwit. Um, I bet Red Skull had stealth leadership. Yeah, but no, Red Skull has that special leadership where, like, when he he has like the leadership shape change that when he succeeds on it, he can use outwit like special number of times. I thought. 
Okay. Maybe not, though. Man, and it's not using anything new. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. I'm enjoying this. Scientist stealth leadership. Uh, <coughs> powers, generic keyword are the clues so far. This is a this is a tough one super, to start the night super off. Super good clues. Yeah. Yeah. Not a I'm single just, free play to be had. It's rough. I'm just like like sitting here like thinking of like every figure that I know of that's a scientist because I have looked through scientists recently because of the Star Labs tech. Um, oh yeah. mm, To work on scientist builds, and I'm pretty sure that whatever figure this is isn't good. Because if it was, I would have thought of it. But you've been like opening bold, stealth bold. and leadership. Great. Uh, yeah, like I'm just like thinking like like it's none of the aims. I don't think it's any of the Wakandas. Most of the scientists that I can remember all have outwit. Like that's the that's the frustrating part. Is like I don't remember. Any stealth leadership scientists that I actually cared about? Mm. <sighs> yeah, I, you say Wakanda though. That does make me think like the Fast Forces might have. Because I never look at like the top dial Fast Forces, but there might be a top dial Fast Force Wakanda keyword that uh, has like a stealth leadership. Maybe. Uh. And you're making me rack my brain, dude. Like, holy cow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Make sure it's still working. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, all right, buddy. I'll say Black Panther, because we have a dozen. And so uh, there's probably one in modern with those combos. All right, one for the Black Panther. Black Panther. One for the Black Panther. I never freeze. All right. Fantastic. Locked in, Simeon. Good stuff. Good stuff. Man, I am just... I want to say it's like... I feel like it would maybe be like a Lex Luthor. But... I am just struggling, man. Like, I don't think it's a Marvel figure. Like, I've been, I've been racking my brain here. Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think of all the scientists that I've looked at recently. Okay, let Lucas, me think of the ones. Uh, we can't have you go through every single scientist keyword. Um, you're like, no. To... Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the ones that like I've done for my. my oh, gotcha, team. gotcha. Mr. Osno. Life Tech, no, he can't have that anyways. Spider-Man, no. Rescue, no. What about... I cannot remember if she has stealth top dial. I know she has leadership, though. Uh, okay, what about Colonel Poison? Maybe. It's a scientist. If that's... Well, the scientist... 
that you think I know she has leadership. Has... I don't remember if she has stealth. <laughs> you did just say a bunch of names. It could be potentially. I'm gonna. I have no other. Whichever. I have no other guess. I'll just go with Colonel Poison. Okay, so locked in Black Panther, locked in Colonel Poison. Thanks to that like audio like brain blast we heard Lucas do, he has won this round of Bad Samaritan. It is Colonel Poison. Wow. I I almost feel like I need to open realms to take a look at that because I was like, what the heck? Because I, I was thinking like uh, yeah. through scientists and I'm like, I know Poison has leadership, but I could not remember if she has uh, stealth. And, I thought she had yeah. a special leadership. Like, no, I, she's got the her special smoke cloud or something. She doesn't have smoke cloud. She's got the thing where she gives. Uh, Battle people Fury. Battle Fury, and yeah. it's, a, it's a it's an attack. Or it's her attack power. Let me find her here real quick. I thought that might be the damage power. Yeah, it's it's all on her. The only thing she has in her attack. Yep, it's yep. stealth, special attack, combat reflexes, uh, leadership. Yep. I feel Dang. like yeah, soldier or scientist, and either one would have really worked. I personally think both vague enough. So. Second figure, a beautiful first round. Good showing there, guys. First clue, second figure. Let's do it up, Simeon. All right. First clue is number three. One of my number favorites. Number three is going to be Set. This character <laughs> is from the Earth X set. Oh, there we go. So we finally whittled it down. To Montana. <laughs> a set. Going for Montana. Let's see. Get some yeehaw in here. All right, yeehaw. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go with uh, Fancy Dan. That way we're covering four figures in the set. <laughs> one, it's true. One for Montana, one for Fancy Dan. It is going to be neither of those. Clue number two. Second right. clue is going to be number five. Just number working five right down the line. Is going to be set number well that is no fun this character set number is 100 <laughs> scarlet spider <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh well what a bummer uh it is the scarlet spider uh so yeah that's the prize ellie <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Lucas, uh, Lucas, two two points. Ah, well. Went from a bad round of clues yeah, to literally very good. God tier. <laughs> the very best. Good. Uh, darn. All right. Well, final round, shall we? There is a theme. Um, I don't think it matters that I say that, but there is. <laughs> yes. Um, so go ahead and give it to me, uh, Simeon. See, Scarlet Poison, Scarlet Fever, maybe. Uh, he's going for some sort of disease theme. Uh, first clue is number 18. You are a disease, Simeon. Uh, 18 is a free play. So that can be many things. Uh, like, you guys can choose generic keyword again. That helped you out a lot. Uh, of course, you can choose top dial powers, uh, either movement, attack, defense, or damage. There's also uh, great, like, special combat symbols. I know you guys love that. Um, but better ones that you may actually want to use are name of special power, name of trait, set, uh, top dial stats, named keyword. These are all ones that many people quite enjoy. I do uh, like name of trait. That can, like, sometimes finish it in, like, one go. Unless they don't have a named trait, and then we're just, you know, 
Should we done. do should we do set for our first free play and if we get another one let's go for that? Yeah. Let's let's narrow it down a bit so we're not <laughs> guessing all over the place. This character is from Star Trek Heroclix Away Team to Boldly Go. Yep, I'm glad we chose that and not some <laughs> random trait name. <laughs> <laughs> well it could have been like it could have been like for the Romulan Empire trait or something. And I would have been like, ah, it's a uh, Romulan. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, to go, so this was the Ferengi, Romulans, Starfleet. Uh, see, there was like Armus. There was like some other monster stuff in there. I don't uh, remember if there was Klingons. I did there not had to pay attention at least to this Klingons. set at all. So I'm gonna say like. I think there was a Moriarty in this set, right? I'm going to say Moriarty. There was. Yeah, Moriarty oh, okay. was one of the so, cool ones. Moriarty. Mor- Moriarty. Ugh, locked in. I'm going to go with Armus, because he's a tar monster. Armus, locked in. I got to say, uh, unimpressed, because as much as I give Lucas uh, grief about this game, he did just go undefeated and won with that Moriarty oh, wow. offhand guess. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so, the team this week, yeah, wow, good job, by the way. Oh my goodness, that sweep. Bad Samaritan sweep. From three uh, clues to two clues to one to clue. One to, <laughs> one to one. Uh, it's wild. Shot so, in the dark, baby. <laughs> we had Colonel Poison, Scarlet Spider, and Professor Moriarty. Uh, these are all references to one of my least favorite board games ever, Clue, as Colonel Mustard, um, Miss Scarlet, and Professor Plum is kind of the uh, theme mm. I was going with this week. I uh, played a game of Clue with somebody once. This is completely off topic. Um, they thought they could lie in the middle of the game. And just like, so I was like, I know the, like, I know the solve. And I like opened up the little packet and I was wrong. And I was like, that's impossible because I've picked up all these clues. You said you didn't have these specific clues. And they're like, oh, well, I lied. And I was like, that's not allowed. You're not allowed to lie in the flu. There's rules for I just have issues. I just don't trust people when I play that game. I don't. But by the way, a game with deductive thinking and I have to roll dice just to move around. Ugh, I just, yeah. It gets very slow after a while. Maybe that's because I'm very slow, but either way, Clue, uh, <laughs> what a game. Uh, moving on, let's go ahead and jump into the community section. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Uh, community Tuesday's question last week. Uh, WizKids published an article stating they would sell some products to their own website. What do you think of the impact this will have on the community? Now, since asking that question, the website has actually went live, and we've gotten to see um, firsthand. Uh, we all have an opinion about the website. So, Lucas, what do you think about WizKids's uh, selling online hero clicks through their own website? So, I'm going to go a little bit into the clicks whole territory here. Because while the article was satire, it actually made some really good points. If you didn't read the one about uh, WizKids opening their store, um, they were joking about how people were losing their minds over WizKids opening their own store online. And if you look on the WizKids store, other than I think JLU, everything else there that's HeroClicks related, I'm pretty sure is all like old 2015 comic exclusives. Or 2016 or 2017 con exclusives, you know yeah. stuff that you can't get in store anyways. 
So, like, there was a joke that was made on the Clickshole article about, like, oh, I bought, you know, because of the sudden trend of Golden Age figures in my store, I purchased, you know, 50 Punisher van con exclusives, and now WizKids is selling them at a premium on their website, and I just don't know what to do. You know, it was a, it was a joke or something like that, but I'm, it, it made me laugh, but it was also kind of true. Like, WizKids isn't just selling all current modern product on their website. They're getting rid of old stock that they have currently, and I'm pretty sure, like I heard through the grapevine, and I'm pretty sure this is true, that the JLU product that they're selling on their website is just product that they had that they were going to bring to Origins that they can't use anymore there. So, like, I don't think they're trying to undercut stores. I don't think they're malicious and trying... You know, they're, they're a company that's trying to make money and stay afloat, right? And I don't think that for the most part, brick and mortar stores are going to see a hit in their sales of hero clicks from this. You know, like it's not, I'm not buying my bricks from WizKids' website. they are $130 a piece plus shipping, right? I, I would much rather go to my local game store that I get a better rate at because I'm a consistent customer and a consistent shopper and not have to pay shipping and support them anyways. So I'm just going to wait until my store is open. And I think a lot of, players are going to do the same thing. Um, you know, I, I don't really foresee this being a huge issue. And then also, you can't tell me that a substantial income of a store comes from Heroclix sales. You, you, can't, no. you can't tell me that. There's, I've there's never, what? Yeah. I've never been in a shop that subsisted on Heroclix. Um, as far as collectible games go, Magic is usually their big, like, bread and butter game. Uh, but like hero clicks is like a secondary thing. And then usually the store also sells like comics or something like that. Exactly. I've never walked into a right. shop that was like hero clicks Emporium. All we do is hero clicks. If hero clicks goes away, we have to shut down. Like never <laughs> once seen that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's your, it's your CCGs, right? It's, it's your magic and your Pokemon and maybe like your Yu-Gi-Oh or like some star Wars games where they're all of their like game sales are probably coming from. And then comics. Right or like maybe some board games if you're exclusively a game store and not a comic store. Like there's nobody, nobody can tell me that unless their store gets like 40 or 50 weekly players, that they're actually having a substantial income from Hero Clicks. Like it's just not happening, right? Like Rainbow, there's probably close to 10 of us now that play on a weekly basis when we're allowed to. Um, but out of those 10, only a handful of us buy any substantial <laughs> amount of product. And the rest buy like little boosters at a time, you know, or, or maybe a brick here and there when they can afford it or want to do it. Uh, you know, there's nothing substantial coming from that. But then if you watch the counter during the day, it's like magic customer after magic customer after magic customer, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a completely different ball game in Sioux Falls. The number of magic players versus the number of Heroclix players, it's not even close. So I think anybody losing their mind over this is just, they're missing the point. And nothing is. I, I I think WizKids is just trying to get rid of the stock that they're sitting on because they're a company and they need to make money too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right on. I I, I basically mostly just agree with all of that. Like I'm not gonna buy anything from their website. It's a bit much for my taste. There's no real reason to spend MSRP plus shipping. I don't need any of the older con exclusives, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, licking my lips at that already sold out Black Widow. But um, besides besides that, yeah, pre sold out, yeah, yeah, pre sold out, um, baby. 
So what it looks like they did was they combined their convention vault with their online store. And I don't have a problem with it. For one, not everything listed is hero clicks. True. So like they've got their they've got like their D and D paint miniatures, they've got some board games, they've got stuff like that. The only things that have shown up that are hero clicks are like pre release or like the Black Widow things are sold out. And I don't know if they'll ever get stock in for those or what. They also, like, as far as I know, they haven't put, like, a date on what their pre-order is going to be. Like, if you buy Justice League from them, if you'll get it weeks before your local game store. But my guess is that, uh, like, Alliance will open back up before WizKids will start shipping. And so your local game store will probably have product before WizKids. And it'll probably be cheaper than what their website plus shipping is. So it doesn't make sense financially. Uh, If you were already going to buy stuff online, there's several several places that you could go to that like have way cheaper prices than what WizKids themselves has. I don't know why they use their own like MSRP prices if they really wanted to like sell stuff like quick, but uh, yeah, full price like bricks and stuff isn't really like a great selling point online stores. Like I, I just don't see it happening. So I'm okay with it. I think like if like the one or two, like, you know, bricks or like cases or whatever they end up selling if it helps them out great um i hope that like more people are buying like their D minis and stuff like that instead because really like the hero clicks from what i can see are not worth it but like the if you want you know a beholder that's only like five bucks and that's a pretty mm-hmm. good deal it's a cool sculpt mm. you can put it on some base someday absolutely <laughs> beholder I really know her, but yeah, no, I totally understand. <laughs> Terrible, like dad joke. I've been locked inside with my family for so long. Anyways, ooh, beautiful, very fun. Do you want to go ahead and read uh, the first answer on Facebook? Absolutely. So on Facebook, first answer we've got is from Tyler Murin. He says, "It's all over. Time to sell your collection and get out." It's like the purge, but only if that was confined to a thousand or less people in a small building. But seriously, as long as they don't try to sell single loose figures, I think the only people who could be affected are the mom and pop hobby shops that have no online presence. If those shops even survive COVID-19 in the first place. Hmm. And that's just uh, ended on like a high point or started on a high started, point, ended yeah. on a real downer. But uh, yeah, I think... Even the mom and pop shops, as long as they're making sales, if you're in an area that allows you to still like be open, um, I know like I've visited my local shops a couple times just to purchase graphic novels and yeah. collectibles and whatever. Well, I'm just trying to you know throw here. throw them a couple bucks every now and then when I've got it. Um, I'm not worried because like I'm gonna be purchasing product from them when they reopen fully. So, to go along with that, like, I, I will not be purchasing from WizKids unless, like, you know, they're like, oh, we also have this con-exclusive Superman Prime. And then I'd be like, add to cart, please. Yeah, if he's, like, 20, or like, they made him, like, 20, 30 bucks, like, whoa, absolutely, yes. Yeah, they could sell a yeah. ton of those if they have any left. <laughs> 
Which is fine. Like, they're con exclusives, right? They can do whatever they want yeah. with them. There's yeah. nothing wrong right. with that. So. At that point, it's not something that a store is going to get anyhow. Um, and if they do, it's going to be like they get maybe one or two for like being a good Alliance customer kind of thing. Con in your store, baby. Whatever happened to that? Crash and burn. Anyways, uh, first one on Twitter. Vigilante Tippy Toes Nuts says, Too early to tell, right? It depends on if this model stays for the rest of time or until everything returns to relatively normal. I'd probably just buy cases and bricks from WizKids and dice and token starter singles, blah, 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 from an LGS if it stays, though. Uh, that is, of course, this came out before. Uh, we finally got the full store release, so I imagine uh, that's probably a little different by now, but for sure. Yeah, I should hedge all these comments yeah, with the fact really. that we, we posted this before the store went live, so all these comments were like, like I'll just read, just to give some clarity, I'll read Jeff Polyer's post, uh, because that kind of puts it into perspective. He says, there hasn't been enough details released yet about what's involved to comment on long-term ramifications. Even in the short term, we really don't know. Will they have JLU and Black Widow movie boosters? Will there be any boosters or just more LEs like the store has in the past? Given the information we have now, did least over squat. Anything I say would be a wild, if intelligent, guess. Um, So, yeah, they do have... Justice League and Black Widow boosters. The Justice League, however, are on pre-order, so who knows when you would get them. And the Black Widow are sold out, so you just don't get them. Yep. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Matt Zerfi on Twitter says, I'm conflicted. If players can't get product and shops can't sell product, it makes sense to sell directly to consumers. I guess it depends on if your local game shop sells the product in the first place. Personally, I'll always try to support my local game shops if possible. Absolutely. Local game shops come first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I don't want to put... Like, if given the choice of, like, a cheaper product and giving some money to my game shop like we're in that question i'm always going to give to the place where i get to go to play like the only reason i get to sit there for like four hours a day on a given day is because i buy product from them and like that supports them so if i stop doing that i don't get to sit there anymore you know if they're like ah whiz kids they don't help us like we're gonna take their products away and no hero clicks players uh no what's that one game uh yeah, that other one they make. Yeah, no Dice Masters or Hero Clicks. You know, the important one. The the Dice Master one. Jeez. Attack Wing. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the Attack Wing world champion next year because I'm going to be the only one that shows up. So. That hard, so... <laughs> I'll just have to, like, read forums from five years ago to build a meta Attack Wing deck. Uh, Tristan Campo says... I have confidence in WizKids. They know what they're doing. I just hope they put a limit on products. No one needs three Fantastic Four starters. LOL. Uh, yeah, who would who would have pre-ordered three of those? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> I don't play high stakes poker anytime soon. That's <laughs> all I know is eventually I'll have three. Um. Maybe. Like, I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure they exist. As I say, my only question is how many librarian scientists come in each? 
Yeah, that's why, see, that's the main reason before I knew, like, what the bystanders were. As soon as they said bystanders, I was like, I need multiples. And um, I'll be able to, like, give the uh, actual figures away to people because I don't need double Doom or double Silver Surfer. They're just, like, too many points to ever need to. Um, But I definitely want, like, multiples of the uh, bystanders, even Mm -hmm. if it's just for, like, the scenario stuff. Um, so hopefully each one comes with like multiples, but maybe it'll just come with one like the turtles thing did. Mm, right. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that lab variant sci- that lab variant scientist is like uber uber meta, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, lab variant Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, better. Uh, on Twitter we have. Michael Fedor saying, what Matt said, I'm not a fancy blogger or YouTube channel to get a new product shipped to me, so I would most definitely like to buy straight from them. It is not fair that all the quote-unquote influencers got to collect them uh, and set the secondary market value. Don't know if I really totally agree with this. Uh, it shows that we have no influence well, I agree with we're it. not considered an influencer. Uh, so we I, I agree with it. I'm tired of these influencers getting yeah. things, Calder. Man. <laughs> How dare they? How dare you? How dare they get them and we don't? Uh, until we're in that tier, I will be with Are that they? comment oh, 100%. Geez. And then once they send us stuff, then I'm completely doing a 180 and backtracking this statement. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. On, on Just, Facebook, yeah. we've got Peter Marshfield. He says, I'd like to think it's a positive impact depending on what's available. Hopefully it means there will be some more reasonable secondary market pricing, but maybe we'll still be able to keep up the influx on product. Would be nice to get some older con LEs as a result too. Well, none of that. Um, Since it's all on pre-order and Black Widow sold out, that means people that keep finding Black Widow stuff in the wild will be able to keep listing whatever price they want. And uh, there's no new con like le stuff so i mean if you want like a really old like bebop rocksteady figure for 30 bucks or whatever they have then go for it you know yeah way too much for those old con con le figures (laughs) it's just kind of gross and it's over double what they were charging at worlds like yeah i think you could pick up uh yeah you could pick up like a supreme intelligence at worlds for like 15 bucks or something and they're asking 40 on their website for it i wonder if they just haven't updated their pricing or if they maybe they're just trying to price gouge i don't know it's hard to say well that's what the price was before worlds too um back when it was the convention vault and they had like the 2016 cons in there so they just haven't updated but maybe they just never will um i'm not going to like really you know speculate on which one it is but it is consistent with what their first price was. Okay. Yeah, it's a little crazy for something that old that's not even playable. Yeah. I'll go ahead and read the last one here on Twitter. Little Plastic Superheroes says, Because of these difficult times, I'm going to continue supporting my local gaming store instead of buying direct. I hope everyone else considers to do the same as well. What a guy. All yeah, right. Your prerogative, you should do so if you feel that way. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, that is one thing that I kind of wish that they would have done is if they're going to go to like 
they're going to put themselves out there on the distributor like level. Um, man, they could have like put like uh, something in there for like UK and Australia and all those like other countries that have like the nationals that they hold. Um, I think Mexico also has like a large nationals. Uh, they really could have shipped to them because uh, it's not going to really like hurt their bottom line to add some dollars to the shipping price. Uh, on Facebook, we've got Chris Rizzi who says, it's just going to be for the U.S., Canada, Australia, and the rest of the world. We'll have to wait, like always, for the second-hand market to inflate the market. I have been trying for months to support a community in Melbourne, that's in Australia, and it's getting real tiring. I love the game and banned from WizKids Facebook. I'd like to hear the story on that. I'm curious and about that as well. And still try my best to support the game. Oh, well, what can you do? Because I've... I'm not banned on the like Twitter, and man, do I blow them you up try. on Twitter sometimes. Yeah, I, I try and throw them flack as much as possible, but yeah. I gotta say, I'm still not entirely sure Australia exists, uh, or is that Atlanta, or is that whatever? One of those places. Not entirely sure. Melbourne. Exists. Melbourne. Uh, yeah, yeah Melbourne. It's, pronounced, it's pronounced Melbourne. Melbourne. Um. I'd like to go to Australia if they have if they ever do like a big Heroes tournament down there. I'll have to learn Australian, of course. Hey, yay, you know all that, all the whatever, however they speak. Same thing. If I ever go to Canada, I feel like I'd have to plan my my trip around there also being a Heroes tournament there, and I'd have to learn how to say sorry every other word. Um, like I'm gonna perplex this up, sorry. Um, and just you know keep going just to learn their their lingo in the Heroes verbiage and how they speak up there. So very interesting, very interesting. Right on. Sure. That is Community Tuesdays all wrapped up, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go ahead, jump into our Jedi Legend Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. So, fun fact before we start that. The, the person that offers Obi-Wan Kenobi death sticks, his, like, in-universe name is Alon Sleaze Bagano. I looked that up on May the 4th. I'm like, what? Of course. Of course it is. Sleaze. Yeah. <laughs> My parents uh, gave just, me the name Sleaze because they knew what I'd be. <laughs> it's so uh, it's so funny. So bad. Uh, he anyways, he goes on to say, even when based with an opposing piece, you can use ranged attack with an object on an opponent. He's talking about telekinesis. Sorry. Boom. So you can range attack telekinesis against another opponent, even while you are based. Very cool. He's got this little Yoda floating a rock gif thanks man thanks mark appreciate it bud so that that then thusly kind of wraps up the show with our little tip there community being all wrapped up no mail we had some cool suggestions from malcolm rush on what to do with thursday throwdown which if you don't know me and simeon every thursday uh mostly every thursday my my upload schedule not gonna lie not the best so i try to get them out every single thursday and we are playing, we're going back from the beginning of time, playing Hero Clicks from Infinity Challenge to now. Uh, the first game we had was Infinity Challenge versus whatever, Hyper Time. And then we've just been doing every two like main sets since then. And we've been kind of switching back and forth on what sets we play. If you're interested, we also put up a poll whenever we upload the video. And you can go ahead and comment figures from those sets that you want Simeon or I to play. It's a lot of fun. We really enjoy recording them. So let us know. 
Also, you yeah. can follow us on Twitter at DialH4. That's the number four, HeroClix at Twitter.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash DialH4, HeroClix, F-O-R-E, all spelt out. You can send us an email. Check out my email if you want to at DialH4, HeroClix at gmail.com. It's all spelt out there as well. Like I said, Thursday Throwdown on YouTube. That is YouTube.com slash DialH4, HeroClix. Or you can just straight up look into It's pretty easy to find us. There's no other DialH4, HeroClix on YouTube. So... Simeon, actually, no, I don't care what you have to say. Lucas, before we go, if you want to do a shout out of any kind, uh, now would be a great time to do so. Um, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Kleenex Nest. Uh, shout out to, uh, uh, what is it? Swedward Elton for buying me barbecue that one time. Great fellow. Heavily enjoy his company. Really going to miss him. Not see him at nationals. Marty Grachinakanakanos, however many vowels are in his name. Also, uh, 187. Guy. Yeah, 100, yeah. so many. Uh, what yeah. a guy. What a fellow. I have, to, I have to listen to the Coffee and Clicks episode with him because I want to see if they actually pronounce his name in that. Because mm. I've been trying. I just don't know if I ever got yeah. it right. Grichunos. Grichunos. So that's what I was I was going with, like, Grichunos. Grichunos? Matty G. Matty G. That's what I like to do too. I just hit him with the Matty G as well. I don't. Yep. I haven't tried. <laughs> I don't try. Well, uh, why have but, a fancy last name if nobody uses it though? Uh, Come on, I do. sure. Can we call you Simmy B? Yeah, I've got, got a Simmy fancy B? last. Really? <laughs> My last name's real hard, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Simeon. You can go ahead and read us out of here then. If that's if this wraps up the show. Oh, it does. It does. With that, we are brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day from the latest Heroclix sealed and singles that'll potentially be here someday to, like, board games and other stuff. I don't know. Maybe you want, like, a fancy dice pouch. You can get that there, too. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right. Happy trails.